You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Catherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems, so there's something for everyone. They are committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So, check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But if history has taught us anything, probably going to be bad news. Well, they're all back under control. How's everybody's <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to an ep- another episode so of Cthulhu and Cairo. Yeah, mm. uh, we're all here. I can't uh, be tamed. Never. <laughs> excellent. And that was Catherine Ross. You probably know her better as Catherine Ross or Catherine and the Chandels, uh, if she keeps doing that. So for <laughs> the rest of us. I've only seen once, my goodness. I know. And we're all so thankful. The. Yeah, I said it. The uh, Where we last left off, Ella Walcott. Uh, was able to find out that there is at least one other elder sign out there in the verse, and it is in the possession of Matthew's daughter, Katarina, and the whole Matthew legacy. Just like John Schooley coming back, just some of these things just keep cycling into the story because that's how they all lined up in the beginning. So we'll find out more about that. But for the moment, the team is in the truck that Jack was nice enough to help get started with Adger. Uh, Midge and uh, Catherine shared a beautiful moment of uh, beer and cheese. But Catherine, no, there was cheese, but there was some in the beer. And then, uh, yeah, they are now outside, a few minutes outside of uh, Uluru or Ayers Rock. The sun has pretty much gone down. There's only a little bit of light left. And that's where we're going to pick off with uh, Edgar dropping them off. Okay, folks. So, team that's outside, Edgar is, you know, you can see the rock. Now you're starting to see that there's actual holes, um, caverns and caves exposed uh, at the base and sometimes even up a little higher. There's On the one side, there's a giant one that, you know, is, is massive. But Edgar's like, um, the approach, we probably probably should stay mm, about uh, several hundred yards, I would think, uh, from, from the rock itself, just because. Just because. So, yeah, th- this is probably a good, if um, anyone wants to, hello, you can stop here, sir. Yeah, so you want, don't want me to go all the way up then? All right, well, easier on me. Oh, I, you know, oh, <clears throat> Mr. Cavendish, hitting the brake just puts a rash right up my back. Oh, so he hits the brake. Um, he, when he gets out of the truck to assist everyone, um, a lot of noise again. But Jack, it's the it's the it's that sensation of f- the fabric not leaving the leather. Right, the mm. that sucking sound, sweat, sure. yeah, just sure. ass cheeks, just not wanting to forgive a four-hour ride in the heat. Yeah, so that's what you're getting. Cool. Uh, and he gets up and he's like, "Oh, let me at least help everyone down." <laughs> Drop the tail heat. Gonna have to get that water down, folks. That's probably very heavy. I hope the ladies don't mind working on that. Um, I'll gets get everybody. The, I'll get the water down. <laughs> I can get the. Water down for the love of god <laughs> so he leaves you here now the money offered to him was generous but not generous enough that he's planning on sleeping in the truck he would like to try to get turned around and go back unless you're telling me you made it really generous and then he would stay in the truck because i can have that conversation with him yeah he doesn't i mean let's be honest there's not a lot of prospects for him at parsons gallo yeah, so, so the what would it take, my good man, to have you stay overnight and provide a drive back? Oh, well, that's... <clears throat> I have to check <coughs> my books. Uh, a round be, uh, would be fine. 
just could have other people coming in. I don't remember if we had that conversation with Midge before I, I left, sir, but I can... Oh, um, he looks at the money you're holding out, and he's like, Crikey, I don't... I, I can bump them. It's not really that important. But yeah, it's can... fantastic. Wonderful. Well, make yourself comfortable. And, right, uh, sir. That's set up I, camp, I, I, and I, I expect that we're going camp, to camp, sir. A bit. Yes, camp. Um, right. I, I'll do that. Thank you. Yeah, right. Crikey, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Do you have a tent for yourself? Oh, uh, no, sir. No, wasn't planning on being here. Terrible place. Hoping to go back right away, but you know, the money's good. I, I've got a flask. I'm all right. I, I give him another. I give him another ten pound note. I'm like, in lieu of the flask in the tent. Uh, no, sir, the flask is going to be there anyway. It's in the glove box. He uh, kicks off his shoes in front of you, Jack, and takes his pants down to his jockeys. Um, and he just like, oh, I'll be more comfortable in the night air, sir. Just freshen up with the kiss of the wind. Just go and sit in the back here. Jack leans in, and says. <laughs> I will, I will give you the present of alcohol if you promise not to undress further. <laughs> right, I, I, sir. I have my, I have standards. I wasn't going to do anything. That was no, much of it. course, that would be crazy. Hand me your flask, please. I'm not giving him my flask. Well, no, I mean, he gives you the flask. I, I empty half of my flask into his. Oh, it, dude, you don't have to. It's full. He made sure of that before he left. That's the Holy one thing you always keep. Holy crap! Up. He just said he didn't have any. No, no, he, he did. He did. He said, I'm good. I have a flask. Oh, I thought he did not have a flask. No, no, you're good. Flask. I mean, you're not you're not going to leave him yours then? No, of course not. All right, Ditto. so he takes he takes several big one. gulps right real quick when he sees you try to fill it. So if you let me make some room. And he swigs down about a third of it and kind of eyes go up. And uh, Yes, well, of course, we must top that off, shall we? <laughs> it's just figuring with the generosity, sir. I didn't want to spit in the face of good fortune. I would ask you about what type you have in there, but I don't imagine that it matters. Uh, it's the strong type, sir. Exactly. That's, crikey, it's very strong. Yeah. Mother's milk. Engine degreaser. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So you begin following Edgar um, towards the rock. You're about three, 400 yards away. So once the sun, now that the sun is nearly fully down, it's the rock is still kind of, got a, a, an effervescent glow to it a little bit but uh it's it's starting to get dark but you have torches i mean you were prepared to be out in the wilderness this is no big deal the he edgar stops and kind of opens up his suitcase puts it down on the ground and takes out the box jack that you know held the sample of of your blood mm-hmm. and he starts clicking and pushing and it opens and inside you notice that the vial is missing, but there's a an incense stick about two, two and a half inches long, tapered a little bit, you know, the old kind like that you would burn in a, an incense tray, you know, the the, the, the uh, cylindrical looking. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but Conical it's, type thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely um, hand rolled, handmade. It's not perfect, like, you know, machine rolled where it's, it's even. <clears throat> and... Um, he says, "I um, so I think we have to come now to the point where." And he starts unraveling uh, the Turnbull, right, um, to make the you know to kind of get the connection to his brother and whatever. But he says, um, "It's kind of time to make the final decisions, I think, before I light this and explain what we're about to what's about to happen." Yes, yes. <clears throat> See, Mister Cavendish's eyes. Uh, special, and my brother said that we would hopefully be having a visit from uh, special Mr. Cavendish, and um, so I've taken what he gave me and put it with herbs and other things <clears throat> that will help those of us who can't see see. It'll also enhance even Jack's sight a little bit more because, uh, Mr. Cavendish, when you look at the rock, the, the, the Aluru, as it's called, what what do you see? So, Jack, it to you, it's still glowing as if it's daylight. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Still, still bright. Yes. Yes, it's as clear as daylight. Well, 
That's interesting because to the rest of us, it's nearly gone, even though it's only several hundred yards in front of us, and it's going to get worse. But as I said earlier, there's things that the sun kind of, the the human eye can only see certain shades of light and color. So there's things around us, well, looks at you, Catherine, all the time, always there. And the. No, no, no. Why'd you look at me? Well, you have so many of them. What? Explain. Uh, maybe this would help. He takes the spectacles that are on the edge of his nose and he walks over to Faye and he, he holds them out to you, Faye, and then points to Catherine. Um, I will put them on and look at Catherine. There are 80 to 100 bodies of young men leaning, leering, looking at Catherine in various states of faces missing, uh, big holes in their chests, bullet holes, burns from flamethrowers, all connected all around her just kind of standing there. And he says, hmm. Uh, it's it's not un- I mean everyone has them but Miss Ross you have a lot of them which maybe your friend will explain because nobody believes me <laughs> yes yes do I see them uh-huh. Jack you can make something out now that he says it like you were you've been around Catherine for so long that they're it's it's like it's like shim like you look at her for a second you catch a shimmer. But now that he's saying it and you're kind of like really staring, you actually start to see the outlines of things like kind of just rocking. <clears throat> so just sort of tied to her. Yeah. People she lost during the war on the operating table yeah. and such. The wounded. Is, and... uh, yeah. Real quick. Um, is Matthew amongst? Do I see him? Uh-huh. Cool. All right. Uh. Is my cool. dad there? Wait. Cool? No, that was a very sarcastic cool. <laughs> um, my, my, my that final, was, my... click, we're done for the night. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> Is Matthew there? <laughs> cool. Oh, God, that was awesome. No, that was like a, that was like a, okay, that's great. Um, Is my, is my father? Are we no. going to go through all my mistakes? No. No, I'm just curious. Just the ones that I know. I'm just, just no. I'm just trying to like get a better grasp of this. Like, if if Faye thinks the way that I'm thinking is that if I think that this is that, there are two people who I know I would recognize. Yes. So I see one of them. My but dad your dad's is there. Not there. Okay. For the better, uh, I'll cross that bridge later. Um. Hell of a pause, hon. It's a very long pause, hon. I'm looking at Catherine and I go, all right, you know the phrase, uh, don't shoot the messenger? Mm-hmm. I want I want you to channel that. Channel that real well. Uh, I don't think there's a delicate way to put this. And uh, quite frankly, I think that you're just going to get mad at me for beating around the bush. So here we go. Um, there are what I presume to be spirit specters around you i'm seeing a lot of uh soldiers young soldiers edgar please sweetheart not now um well i'm just trying to prove it's it's a bunch you 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 must have had a very important role in the war edgar my love my love please be quiet (laughs) well i'm just trying she needs to be told things delicately there's a reason why she has that many fucking people around her. Oh, I'm sure you saved more than you lost. I'm, 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 I'm sure. I would hope. I mean, but there's a quite a few. Mm-hmm. Please, Catherine, honey, sweetheart, love of my life, there are spirit specters around you. I- I'm going to assume. Does everybody else that- have them? Scan the room. I. T- All right, I'm looking around. Yes. Do I see? Cool. There's, there's um, connections to everything. Yeah. Great. I'm going to take them off. I'm going to hand Catherine my glasses so she can see. And I'm like, here, take a look at mine. Wait. I, I don't want them. Oh, just put, them, put them on. Just put I them on and tell me what you see. I don't want I don't want them. Okay. Because, well, Jesus before you break Christ. them, can I have them back? They're very they're very special. I, I just want to know. Someone oh, else. Bottom. 
I thrust them. Bottom. I thrust them at bottom. I don't want to look and risk seeing them on myself because apparently I'm imagining like a swarm. Mm-hmm. And if I look around, like I don't want to see my, my my horde of fanboys. Apparently, fanboys. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. I know. Bottom takes the glasses. Okay. He doesn't put them on. He he turns to Edgar and he says, "Edgar, you were." You were speaking of why this is important. What oh, what what wait. is impact of this? So the incense will do that without the glasses, but on a different frequency. You see, see the the things that are around us now, the creatures that hold on to us because we have such powerful light. Like like Miss Ross, she has a powerful soul light, and if they're drawn to, how her, do I turn it off? Well, I would take that as compliment, Catherine. I don't. You you are an this, anchor. This, Perhaps shows that you have had a great impact on the world. Yo, yeah, no, they're all. F- you're all fucking dead. I'm sorry. I tried my best. <laughs> that is the most Catherine response I've ever heard in my life. Jack, you see them. You see some of them, like get closer to her and whisper, "It's okay." You know, some are like sh- in shock that she's able. That they're like, "How is she?" No- you know. Why is she addressing us all of a sudden? It's really a funky look, and and like again, you you're blinking and you study it for a second, and you catch it, and it's it's still like your eyes are good at seeing at night better, but you're still, you know, it, this is a, a spectrum scale of light that right. normally you don't see well in, but around Aluru, and right now you're picking it up and you're like, oh my god, they are all there, holy crap, and you're just seeing it. But he says, but um, we have we have limited time. The most important part is coming to the understanding and realizing that eh, the time is coming so i'm going to light this but i need us all on the same page because i want to get the better mage from the rocks first i think that's the right thing to do and i know how important it is to get your friend but i'm but my brother is far more capable of understanding how to bring her i can call him because we have connection but without the connection i don't want to lose her He's he's better. I'm I'm telling you, he's a better mage than I am. Ella, remember when you said to Catherine, "Stop making the gosh darn faces." Please stop making the gosh darn faces. Jesus God. So he says. So I want to use the device I I I, I used the other night and and help him guide me through bringing him out. But I'm going to light the incense first. It's, can we all just please now that we're here agree? Mm-hmm. Agree to what? That your brother comes first. He is better at this, and I don't have a, a, a. He's blood. Blood is easier to draw because it knows me, and I can sense it. I don't have a sense of her as well. But Elroy can find her. He's been inside the rock now for some time. He might even know where she is. Edgar, I'm very Catherine. emotionally fragile right now. Okay. I'm, I'm asking you person to person. We haven't treated you very nicely. And I and for that I'm sorry. What the hell is stopping you and Elroy from shafting us the moment he's back? Well, all of you seem very heavily armed. Okay. <laughs> I, I I mean I, I'm not trying to get Fucking my do it, out. let's get this over with. <laughs> I'm not trying to get my brother out just so you can shoot him. I, I'm trying to That's get him out. That's a valid because... point, I guess. Let's just let's let's just do it. Let's no, get no, it over we with. Won't shoot him. If you bring back Elroy and you don't bring back Ella, I'll skin him alive in front of you. I hope that is the answer that you need. Bring your oh, brother back, Cavendish. and then bring back Ella. Uh, it, it, it will be the first thing we do. I'm about to light the incense now. Um, don't. Cry out. What? And he's, he's like, What happens if we do, do you want us don't to stay like. Cry out. Should we, uh, should we gag either? Catherine? <laughs> Catherine takes That's her bandana. What? <laughs> Catherine takes her bandana. No, no, no. She takes her bandana that's tied around her neck and pushes it up over her eyes. So she literally can't see. Faye, and she's like reaching for Faye's hand. 
I, I grab Catherine's hand. I squeeze it. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Um, Edgar, what happens if we, uh, do we have to stay completely silent or? I, I, I have to reach out to my brother, but I'll be doing it through the, through this, through the device, the Turnbull. You know, what, what, what's going to happen is, um, you're going to start seeing deep in through time and you're going to know the creatures and the people that lived here and they can see far deeper through the veil than we can. So it's really important that we don't overly make our presence known. Back here this far, I'm hoping is enough. I think it should be. But they're always here. And you're going to be able, with Mr. Cavendish's eyes and some of the herbs I've made, you're going to be able to see them too. But we don't want to have them looking for us. I squeeze Catherine's hand even harder and I go, all right, you got it. Very well. He lights a match and starts to, starts to hit it. And he says, mm, well, I'm going to call my brother's name. And you see him grow into a suitcase and grab something. It's this strange looking piece of wood with three three like openings to it, like a horn, but lots of different fingering spots. It's like a, like a recorder hybrid thing. That's, that's really odd looking. It's got this big chamber in the top and a thin mouthpiece. He's like, I'm going to first, the, the incense are starting to come up. He says, I'm going to first call to him, stop. And then this play the song, which will hopefully um, help guide my mind towards him and I will follow it into the rock and then I will find Elroy and hopefully be able to bring him back so just Elroy Elroy brother all of you now can see fires appearing on the plains around Uluru. These ghostly fires of greens and blues just growing just higher and higher, almost some to the to the level of bonfire. And you can see these bipedal reptiles, these reptilian things um, that are lumbering, walking, and humans in chains behind them just being dragged by the neck and collared and brought to these places and some are being hung and butchered some are being uh put into cages where the young are 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 gathering up near it for body warmth and keeping it at night so that the humans are are acting like a like a blanket to these to the eggs and to the young reptiles that have that are you know are already hatched and you hear Elroy Elroy. And he puts the pipes to his lips and begins blowing. Elroy. Elroy. The reptiles are walking past you now closer than he was hoping. You can see his eyes are even big. Like, there, some of them are only 50, 40, 50 feet away, and they're... Uh, one human says something, and he just gets punched and beaten, and then the thing just grabs onto his neck and just kills him in front of the other humans. They're all just like... Children are being dragged away in different directions to this this giant temple at the top of Aluru, and Edgar just keeps playing. And, uh... You finally see him start to kind of get woozy and wobbly and he I need I need to I need to <laughs> Oh so you've been able to find me finally Fool wasn't so difficult was it <laughs> Oh dummy you parked us too close Yes this is going to be awkward. Dangerous. I'm coming now. The portal will be open soon. 
once I'm there, does anyone... My brother has been with his mind and thoughts explaining to me through his dream sending that you need me to pull your friend out from here as well. I don't know exactly where she is. Does anyone have anything of value? Something that she's would be drawn towards or care for? It'll help me immensely when my physical form is back in this plane. Do we have Ella's equipment? Uh, Ella said she had her sword on her, I believe. Other than that, yes, her equipment would have been in the trunk on the Drina, so you would have that with you. I feel like we've we've been around Ella long enough that we would know something, you know, she might mention either like an article of clothing, a piece of jewelry that might be very important to her. Um, she has three she has three uh, uh, kerchiefs that she has with her mother's initial on them. That she that's the only thing she's kept from her mother from uh, when she went back home and she picked up these not pocket squares, that's a gentleman's thing, but a, you know, a, a kerchief or whatever a, a woman would carry in her purse. She has several of those with her mother's monogram on it. Um, I'll grab one of those and um, give it. Yeah. So it's he, he's you hand Edgar can't take it. He's in he's in a lull, right? And he's going. That's good. But but brother, why this wasn't. This wasn't what we agreed. This wasn't what we agreed, brother. It's not what we agreed, but it's what has to be. You just never were able to understand the way these things work, were you? And he's like, Brother, no. I don't want to do it like this. And he looks up. His face is changed. What does he look like? He looks like a version of Edgar with slightly sharper features, different color eyes, and his hair is combed back and longer. It's Elroy from the photos from the house. You're looking at the brother. He's taking over his body. He's put him, they flip flop positions. Uh... He left and he's like, (laughs) Oh, Leave me there that long, will you? Let's see how you like it. Let's see if you're capable of surviving in it. Don't really think so. And he kind of looks around, cracks his neck, and he says, Now, pleasure to make your acquaintances. You have this thing of your friend? And you hear on the wind... Give it to me quickly. The gate is already open. I just need to find her. I thrust it into his hand. Oh. (laughs) Something with tears. Smart girl. (laughs) There's more to you than I thought, Miss Dawson. (sighs) Ella. Ella, where are you? In the great Eluru. You see, coming out of the darkness, several humanoid-looking creatures. Like, humanoid people, right? And as they get closer, you can start to make out that, Jack, especially you first, uh, you guys can see that. They're dressed in these real alien-looking aboriginal garb, full-painted, uh, a lot of the lime wash dots up and down their body, skeletal masks at the top. Their hair is braided into these long, almost like maybe horns or tusks coming off the top of their head. And they're moving towards you. And Elroy doesn't seem to notice them, but they're coming up like on his on his right, right towards the group. And he's like, oh, now, no, not there. Why would you put yourself that far down? Oh, (laughs) underneath. Underneath, Ella, underneath. Yes, yes. Ella, finally you hear a voice go, Ella, can you hear me? Who's there? A friend (laughs) of your friends. I am Elroy Locke, and I'm here for you, Ella. But... 
Oh, girl, where did you find that? It was a gift, and not to be bartered with. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't dream of taking it from you. <laughs> For now. I want you to go near the rock on the very far south part of the wall. Can you find that, Ella? Where the source of the water is, just follow it till it disappears under the wall. What are my friends' names? Well, let's see. Ella, you here? No, Elroy. I said be silent. Do you want to ruin this whole thing? Your friends are, I'd, let me see, I'm standing next to a woman who's <clears throat> got her face half covered, clenching and closing her eyes. She's fairly tall. Um, R Ross, I think, is her name. Ross. And there's a British man here. Probably some sort of a guide. Can we hear this? No. This is all between their minds. He, you keep hearing him call her, though. He's like, so to keep the connection, he keeps saying, Ella. And he, but, it, but his eyes are like kind of in a glaze and he's looking off into space. All right. The reptiles, though, there's hundreds and hundreds of them. Hundreds. And they're all so, around us. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're, ev they're everywhere. It's just amazing how many. And the humans are literally beasts of burden. Cattle at best. Treated like you would treat... You know, a, a, a meat animal. Kicked, poked, pushed, knocked down, punched, whatever they have to do to get get it compliant. Um, they're not good taskmasters, and this is a terrible reality that, that once was on this earth. You know, this is, this is a time that man doesn't even remember. History hasn't recalled it. But yet, this temple that sits on top of Aluru is the most ominous thing you've ever seen it, it's st the stuff of nightmare and yet you know the incense is keeping you aware of everything around you and it's it, you're not sure if you're going so far back is it the future but it's not your time you know that but you can't tell is it something that's coming or is it something that's past but it's it's so alien to see but you know you're here all right and then he says um and another one uh Stocky short man. Tough. Probably uh, not somebody I would trust in an alleyway. And, and then, of course, dear Miss Dawson. <laughs> Can't miss her. Very well. I go towards where he tells me to, the rock where the water source is. And I'm thinking this like, oh gosh, I I really hope that he doesn't lock me in some sort of time and space thing. <laughs> but, like, that, she's kind of desperate. He says, do you have anything sharp with you? Anything that you could, or even your hands and teeth, if necessary, grab an eel? Uh, goes down, and she's like, I have my blade. Hey, that's fine. Make a, just make a, a basic attack roll. I mean, just, just, just hit it. That's fine. Okay. I'm not worried too much about it's almost, there's so many of them, attack, it's hard to miss. What is, like... No, just make a, make an attack roll with the sword. And have it, have advantage. I mean, there's so many of them, it's hard to miss. Okay. Okay, I got a 20. Oh, yeah, you're fine. So you cut one. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're not going to like this, but listen, I can't pull you through with that thing. But you're not going to let it go, and I wouldn't either. So pour the blood all over it. Mask it for a moment and let me pull you through. I do it. Okay. You pour, you let the blood of the eel go all over this, the elder sign. And it's just, it's just saturated in it. And all of a sudden you see a shimmering hand reaching towards you. Just take the hand. Ella, you are knocked to the ground. No. No, it's mine! Don't leave me, brother! Don't leave me! Let's roll for combat. Ah! <laughs> no! No! Edgar comes flying into the into this chamber and is like, yeah, I'm not I'm not being left here. So he knocks you down. You're gonna jump back up. He's He's unarmed, it looks like. 
So it's, but he's trying to wrestle the sword down out he of your hand. He also can't stand, so we're like on our hand. Like I'm on. Yeah, my well, knee. you're you're hunched a little bit. Yeah, All you're right, hunched. Okay. It's tight. All right. So what's your dex? My dex is a sixty. Uh, you're faster than him. Go ahead. Uh, I swipe at him with my long sword with a thirty. That's a regular success. You you reach out and you do cut him. <gasps> do your damage. Uh, while I'm doing this, I say, stand back! He's gonna leave me here! Five. He's gonna leave me here. And I'm not gonna let that happen. And all of a sudden, Ella, remember, it's dark. You're like, where the hell did he go? You kind of swing in front of you, and he's not there. From behind you. He punches. And he hits... But he doesn't hold on. He only does two points. Okay. So he kind of he kind of bumps into you, and he, you can feel him reaching for the sword. And Elwer's like, "I don't have long." On the outside, you people start hearing this. Let him go. Let her go. And you see the creatures starting to look around. Jack, Fodum, you see the creatures going. Like, what the hell is that noise coming from? Elroy is the only one that's making the noises. Correct. I move away from him, very yeah. quiet and cat-like, into the, in, in, backwards into the darkness, as I as very quietly pull out my gun. Three okay. long steps, absolutely. Back away. Catherine, what are you doing? I can't see anything. Well, I can, and I have your uh, hand, so... Oh, right. That's right. Well, Faye didn't, and she's holding your hand, so I guide you back with me when I see that Jack and Bottom are also going back. She tries very hard not to squeak about why she's being moved. <laughs> the three Aborigin- Aborigines men stop when El- Elroy starts screaming. They're like, and you can see them kind of looking, but they have no, they're not in the incense area yet. They have no idea. They know there's things out there. Their legends and their lore tells them how bad it is, right? That these creatures exist. But they can't see them. And they're now they're like, no one was supposed to be crying out. What the fuck's going on? And you, and they're, and you can see they're panicked. Their spears, they're kind of like just looking around in this ceremonial garb. And, and Elroy is just, I said let her through! I'm not going to be able to hold it! Okay, Ella. You, can, you spin quick and try to make an attack. Go ahead. Missed. Oh no! Oh, I'm I'm not. My mic's hot. That's okay. So it's good. You... That was good. I missed, and I swing my sword and it's like, back off, or I'll gut you. You hear a stone be picked up. Ah! And he just comes running in. Ooh. Ooh. Four more. Boom. Comes right across and just whacks you in the sh- like hard in the lo- in the arm, but you're able to you know what? Make a dex check for me. Okay. Would you want me to do it with dodge? Or no, is just that dex. a totally different thing? Okay. Critical success. Alright, so you hold on to the sword, no problem. But now you have a chance to know where he is again. Elroy Can I grab can I grab onto his, the arm that he hit me with, with that kind of dex hit? Like, can I yeah. grab onto his arm? Yeah. Alright, I grab onto his arm, and I try to impale him on the sword. Okay. Elroy is now shrieking, and there is, like, just sweat pouring off of him, Jack and Vadim. He is, uh, you know, just unbelievably in agony. He's like, this shouldn't, this shouldn't take this long. I can't keep it open! I can't and you're and keep it open and all of a sudden the creatures and they look over and heads are just turning everywhere. Crap. Ella's time's running out. Yeah. Alright, I'll make your attack. Elroy is the door. Correct. Yes, that is a just off a freaking critical success, but I got a hard with an 11. Wow, not even a critical with 11? That's pretty good, though. Alright, yeah, make make your damage. 
Only three points. Oh. All right, he's really I... wounded. He's he's bleeding. He's like, what? I brought I brought him here to save you. Take me with you, please. Don't leave me. He'll let, he'll leave me in here. He will, because I was mother's favorite. Don't you see? Ella, the hand is starting to fade. You have a choice. You turn your back to him and reach for the hand, or you come up with either you grab him, take you, try to take him with you, whatever you think you can do. But uh, right now, you you either finish him and hope the hand holds another round, or you just jump for the hand. Because you, if you leave him here, he's not he's not dead. He's hurt. He'll be he's alive, Ella. Like killing him, at least he'd be dead down here and wouldn't suffer. But you know what this craziness is like. It's your call. Can you can you live with the fact that you're burying him alive? I'm. Oh gosh, I I know I don't I don't have time to freaking think about this. Uh. Three. Two. Enjoy the prison. Jump. You catch onto the hand, and it feels like fire, like cold fucking fire it runs through you you're screaming and all of a sudden everybody there's this massive concussive and Elroy falls backwards and Ella is standing next to you guys with a bloody pendant in her hand and a sword and it's that's got blood down the edge and she looks and you're all on the flats right looking out at at the at the Ayers rock the three aboriginal men are like and he's like Oh God, we're dead. And you see them, these, these creatures are now running, running for all of you. And they are going to, they are quick. So what do you want to do? We'll go with initiatives. So, so this reality is still, is still open. This, this. For the love of God, someone tell me to take my blindfold off. I've already, I've probably already yanked oh. it off of you. Uh, Vadim, I think, are you the fastest now? I Dex am, yeah. yeah. Faye, right? I'm going to need a and sanity yeah, check. You make one. Vadim, and then uh, Faye, and then yeah. I think it's Ella, and then Jack and Catherine, right? Um, Flip, me, and Jack. Yeah, I think I'm lying. Oh, I, I failed that. I'm going to get you out of here. Catherine, with the ghosts and everything, she's just, she's done. There's too much. There's oh, because think on. about it. I had a blindfold on. I take it off, and now there's angry lizards rushing at us. And Ella's yeah. back. Well, the boom, that shouldn't have happened. He should have been able to bring her through carefully, but he was just, it was his last ditch effort. It, it, everything he had. He's yeah. He's literally on the ground, like, broken, like, exhausted. Barely could move. Um, so it's Vadim, Faye, uh, Ella, what's your uh, dex? 60. Is that faster than you, Catherine? Um, only by five points, but yes. And then Jack. All right, Vadim, you're up. Okay, I, I, I just need to, I yep. just need to have a, yep. a clear vision of what's going on. So, so there's hundreds of these lizard creatures, is what you said yes. earlier. Oh yeah. Now at varying um, distance. So you got some that are only maybe sixty yards, some that are you know all the way out by the rock. I mean, they're all over the plains. But a bunch of them have turned and are starting to run, and others are screaming and yelling. When when we were given the sight is when uh-huh. we started to see the lizards. It wasn't Correct. when it wasn't when he started using the the implement to open communications to his brother. Uh, no, the, the the incense was lit first, and it started to show fires. You started to first see the fires manifest. Then you started to see the the lizards, and then the Turnbull opened the communication portal for him. So this whole magic okay. ritual that he did was part of that. So what I'm trying to kind of get at for Vadim uh, from an idea standpoint is mm-hmm. would he see um, Elroy as like a conduit um, as the cause of this happening, of this connection to this other reality? But it doesn't seem like that would be the case because we already had the connection before Elroy was even here. Before Elroy, no, right, Edgar opened it. Edgar gave you the sight, but Elroy is the one who got Ella out. Oh, but Elroy is Edgar. Correct. Well, it's it's Edgar's body. 
But yeah, Elroy, Elroy and Edgar are the same physical I mean, manifestation. No, no. I, let me rephrase that so it's not confusing. They they literally flip places. I understand Edgar, that. Yeah, but it's it's Elroy's heart. Elroy's he didn't just come into his body and change. He literally they moved. So this is Elroy now in front of you. Right, but hundred percent. But since he's holding the tunnel open, essentially, right or no? He something went a little wrong and made a really loud boom, and these creatures. Could I use an idea roll to see if it makes sense that Elroy is some sort of conduit? No, that's an occult roll. Okay. That's not, yeah, that's not an idea. That's not something a Russian, I, I don't think you'd have that. If you, you want to use a cult, but that's an occulty type decision making, you know, thing. Do you have a cult in your character? Um, I mean, well, I mean, we all, I mean, my Cthulhu mythos is higher now. We've all, we've all gotten bumped in our Cthulhu mythos. Um, I have right. no occult, basically. But okay, um, you, you can try Cthulhu Mythos if you want. No, nah, um, because this is this is something that somebody else. Yeah, this is not. I don't think this is Vadim's strength area. Nope, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, run. Yeah, tactically, run you're, you're talking about hundreds of creatures. Vadim is going to. Um, he's going to run towards Ella. Um, because, you know, Elle has obviously been through some sort of, you know, some sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, she's, she's trauma, everything she's been through, she's blinked into this reality, you know, she's like, what the fuck's going on basically. Right. So, um, and seeing this instantly dangerous situation, um, he's going to run towards Ella and try to like gather her, like come with me and see if she'll run with him and start running towards the truck. Okay. Yeah, she's she's actually lost some weight. She feels a lot lighter. I was actually um, going to say, do I need to make a con roll to see if I can even run? Because, like, I haven't... He's picking moved. you up. Unless you unless you tell me you're fighting him, he's he's picking you up to run. Yep. Uh, she's I don't likely weak, right. too, right? She's living just yeah, on eel that's... water, so she hasn't been eating. Well, she yeah. ate a couple eels, I'm sure, along the way. She couldn't go that many days without eating. It's three weeks without food is the... Is oh, so the you could thing. you could so be I there, could, yeah. I could have. It's just the water in the air was the big issue, and I had air and water, so... Are you fighting him is all I need to know. No. Like, okay. That's what, I, that's what I was saying if I needed a con check to, like, even know if I didn't Fireman carry, throw her up yeah. on my shoulders, and start running. Okay, running. All right, Faye. Um... My, I, I see Vodum go towards Ella because he's mm-hmm. faster than me. So seeing that Ella is taken care of, I turn to Catherine, who I'm holding. Like, I have my hands on her. I see that she's not with it. And I just say, I'm like, all right, girl, we're getting out of here. And I start dragging her and running as fast as I can um, towards the truck. Okay. You're, I'm you're dragging much... her. You're much faster not dragging someone or trying to keep up, but if that's fine, you're also a lot smaller than her. Like, Vadim is strong. What's your strength, Faye? My strength is a 50. That's not bad. Okay, yeah. Okay, you're pulling her. I'm sure Catherine's not going to... I can't imagine she's going to not want to run. No. Yeah. I'd like to run, please. I'm just like... I'd like to run, please. Well, you're mentally Yeah, it's more to like... Yeah, it's yeah. more to like jog her along. Like, you know, I see that she's dazed and I'm like, no time. We got to get the hell out of here. Catherine, as as Faye says, come on, snap out of it. Gives you a kind of a crack, starts to pull you. You do see a, an arrow that's longer than normal arrows because these things are pretty tall. They're like seven foot lumbering. Burst through the chest of one of the aboriginals uh, that <gasps> was coming up the hill. Just boom! And he's gone. Just hit. And you... The other two are still like looking at at Elroy and Elroy. Wait, wait, no! <laughs> help me, you fools! Come help me! And the Aboriginals now are like, they go. Time to go. They fly and they leave them on the ground. Ella, what, you're in J- Adam's arms. You're okay. That's fine. Catherine, you're up. You're running. You're full flight. I'm not gonna stay and try and shoot them. They're trying to eat us. Lose lose four points of sanity. By the way, that oh my god. Well, that's a sanity check you failed. I mean, four or five. What did you say? Four. Full okay. Up. All right. Making a note. 
Thank you. I have such um, little sanity right now. Well, what's the problem? Jack, to you, sir. Uh, Jack runs up to Elroy and grabs him and throws him over his shoulder and carries him away. Interesting choice by Cavendish. Okay. He wants him for himself. <laughs> I was about to say, honestly, Elroy's going to wish that the lizards got him. Exactly. This is... This, this is just cruel. We don't know what Jack is thinking, but uh, maybe it was Edgar I, that had the issue. I don't know, but we'll see. No, it's okay. I think I know what Jack is thinking, and that's murder. So, But you know what? I just want to get in the truck that... um, I swear to God, if he's dead... If our driver died of a heart attack while we were gone? Nope. Not dead. So you guys run up to the truck. It's several rounds to get there. Remember, he moved you, you know, 20, 30, 40 yards away. You're carrying it. You get to it. He is in front of the driving wheel. He is snookered out, unconscious, blitzed, blacked. Um, Yeah, he's out. All 340 pounds of him in front of the steering wheel. So I guess we're going to be throwing people in the back. So top of the order, Vadim, you you arrive with Ella. Actually, the way this would probably work, you still are first because if Faye's dragging Catherine and you're carrying Ella, and ja- so everyone's carrying somebody. So in all honesty, Vadim, you're you're going to be the one who arrived first with Ella. So what do you you want to put Ella on the side in the in the back? And what do you, what do you want to do? Um. So he's sleeping in the cab. Oh yeah. Okay, he's not in the back. He's not. He's not in the in the in the bed. No. Okay. Um, as as Vadim as Vadim is uh, is approaching the truck, he starts yelling, "Start the truck! Start the truck!" Snake truck. Chuck. Chuck the plane. Chuck. Totally. Start the plane, Chuck. <laughs> so he's 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 yelling as much as he can, and he um. He goes. To, he goes straight to the bed, and he, as gently and quickly yet fastidiously as possible, throws Ella into the back of the truck, <laughs> into the bed of the truck, right. and says, All "Keep right. her head down." And then he goes to the. Uh, then he goes to the cab and is trying to. Um, actually, no, because he's just not good at vehicles. I mean, well, actually, you know what? Every time he's driven a vehicle, it's been careening around corners running from something so this actually might be his wheelhouse um he straight uh lines he, yeah <laughs> not straight lines are his problem but this isn't straight <laughs> lines so so he's gonna he's gonna jump in and try to start uh, start the truck because you know fat man is probably you know kind of huh, and he's been drinking his freaking flask for the last few hours all right so that's a lot to do in one action so you're gonna run all up right. you're gonna put l in the back yeah fair enough. and then you're gonna you're moving you're moving towards the, the front of the truck yeah. All right. Next one would be Faye and Catherine. What are the two of you doing? Faye, you're first. Uh, knowing absolutely jack shit about trucks, cars, automobiles, what have you, um, I'm going to jump into the bed of the truck where Ella is. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just going to immediately go to her and just kind of, you know, be near her because she's probably weak. She's probably tired. It's like I just... You know, I know Catherine's okay. I'm trying to protect Ella. I'm worried about Ella, so. All right, Ella, what are you doing here next? Um, Since I'm in the bed of the truck, you said it's 8 o'clock, so the sun's oh, down? Much, no, it's much later. Like, much later? Yeah. Uh, It took, like, two hours for the ritual. The like, looms over her. She grabs her by the shirt. Light. I need light. I need lights. <laughs> light, please. All right, I need all right, it's okay. lights. All right, Ella, babe, calm down. We're we're gonna get you late. We're gonna get you out of here. It's okay. You're safe. I can't see. You're here. I can't see. All right, cat. That's yeah. That's definitely snapping, Catherine. Well, how are you babbling into the truck? Catherine throws the passenger door open and is trying to drag the fat man over to give Bottom more room to like move. You gargantuan beast! Come okay. on. Let's have let's have one of those big old strength rolls. This is 340 pounds of love. No, yeah, I'm just trying to get him to anywhere. move a no, little I, bit. I'm not I'm not roll. saying like He's out though. He's Catherine throws her fucking back out. <laughs> What's your role? Uh she pulls that's, a Felix Hunger. <laughs> um that's a that's a um do we really want to know? 
What did yeah. you do? Say it, just please. Baby rolled a hundred. Oh my God, oh. Almighty Catherine! I think Catherine I think Keeper Ross. just screamed himself. Queen. Keeper was like, "Ew, oh ew, that's our father!" <laughs> wait, wait, it's a zero, Sorry. zero, zero. Sorry. That's a hundred. Yeah, yeah, honey, that that's a hundred. Oh, Catherine! Oh my God! Oh, out of all time, he falls on you. Yeah, it's a strength. This is how we're gonna lose you. You're gonna get crushed. I throw my back out. Um, it's a strength check. I don't. You could be a really bad muscle pull, something like that. Yeah, you probably you you twisted an ankle, wrenched your back. You did something. I mean, nothing that's gonna be. It's 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 gonna be cumbersome in a minute, but that's okay. So before Jack gets to go, the creatures do. (laughs) Okay. First one. We're just gonna. No, no, just. Hold on. He just okay. wants to think on it for a second. Yeah, because it's a it's a, it's a it's a strength fail. That's not usually good, but you're not trying to hold anybody up. One of the arrows comes whipping in, uh, and Catherine, as you as you pull up with pain with your back, um, you feel something slice across your shoulders. You take four points of damage from an arrow, and that goes into the door of the truck. And it's it's got to be like, and it's 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 a vicious looking son of a bitch. Um, we gotta go, people. Yeah, you didn't move him at all. You're hurt. You're, you're you know, you're you're definitely tightened up. Um, you're not moving well, so you're gonna have to make like dex checks to do anything beyond even walking uh, for at least a couple hours, or until you can get some medicine into your body to kind of take away some of the agony. But that's not the moment to do it. Is not now, Jack. You you get Elroy to the truck. Do you throw him in the back where like Vadim well, did with I have a Ella? Question. Is the truck running or does the truck need to be cranked? no? Okay, it hasn't so been I take, nothing yet. So I run Elroy to the front of the truck. I place him on the ground and say, stay here for a second, old chap. And <laughs> I crank over the engine while he lays on the ground. Okay. So there's no one holding the starter button on the floor or giving it gas because they can't seem – Vadim is throwing the door open. You go running past him, right? And you drop the guy there and you're, you put your hands on the crank. Kate just goes, they're firing at us. Top of the order. That's where we are. You're about to crank. You got your hands on it. Vadim's about ready to grab onto the guy, grab onto uh, Adger. Elroy is leaning up against the truck. He looks frantic. Arrows are starting to fly in. So let me tell you, at the top of the order, it's Vadim. So Vadim, you throw the door open. He's right there. I see Jack run. This is the type where there's the crank on the engine in the front. Yep. So yep. I'm hitting right. the starter in the cab, and I see that Jack has run to the front ready to crank it. Yep. So we're kind of working We're working together Tandem. on this. So perfect. Yep. All right, so I, I basically, if you want to say hold my action or what have you, I get into the cab, and I'm ready to start the truck. Well, he's still there. Pushing. The guy is still there. You're going to make a strength check to pull him out or push him over. Oh, I was just he's pushing him, him out of the way. He's like, yeah. he's because he's laid on the on the bench, on the seat, bench he's seat. He's in the seat in front of the wheel. So move him. I'm just yeah, going to shove his butt onto the floor of the car. All right, truck. Make, make a strength check. Rip him yep. out the door. That would probably be the easiest thing. Well, then well, you I mean, die. I don't want to leave him there. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. What's wrong with Adger? That is a 19 on a strength check. For me, that's a hard success. That's what you need. I figured that was at least easily a hard. Yeah, you're able to, you know, you give him that old linebacker. God damn. And you roll him just enough. Catherine's jumping into the the cab. You put your foot on it. Not jumping. Jumping. You're you're rolling into it as gracefully as possible. (laughs) My back. My back. Faye, you're up. These creatures, Faye, you're in the back of the truck. So right now, the closest ones are about 50 yards. And they are moving with, because of the size and the length of their legs, it's like three human running steps to their one. It's Okay. It, they're just, and their their arms are bandier and a little longer, and their heads are reptilian, and they're, and they're coming. And you, if you... There's a couple that are probably going to hit the truck like this round. I'm, uh, I sort of like pat Ella on the head, like in a comforting way. And I'm going to pull my gun out. And, uh, can I do, do I think I can hit any of them? All right. So then I'll just say. Go ahead and fire. So, yeah, I, uh, in true Mel fashion, I don't have any dice out, so let me just get a. You can 100. use roll twenty. No, I don't. Like hell, we're using that. 
Roll twenty has a dice app. Oh, I oh I'm aware. I've always used it. I'm aware. And roll twenty is what caused me to have chunks bitten out of me in a graveyard in Berlin. So forgive me if I don't trust that. Jack's like real men use roll twenty. I mean, it's all crapshoot. The whole thing's a crapshoot. It's not. It's not like one dice rolls better than another. I'm I'm gonna pull three times. Okay. Because I'm scared and desperate. The first time just makes it at a sixty-five. Ella, you get your moment of light. <laughs> and the, the flash from the muzzle. You're like, ah! It's, it's, it's so jarring. Plus the noise is like you, you literally jump your ass four, six inches off the back of the pickup. Go ahead, next one. The next one is, is it um, minus, minus five or minus 10? Okay. Minus 10, minus 15. All right, that's the 60, so that doesn't make it then. Okay. And then my last one is a 30, so that is... Just a regular success. Okay, so you can roll the damage on them. All right, this one I will use roll 20. Um, what is my... So, you want me to just roll those together? That's a good one. All right. Oh, okay. A four so and a seven. Four and a three? A four and a three, so make seven. Seven points. Yeah, you, yep. you pause. You, you give him a hit, right? So, somebody had typed in, uh, why am I picturing the Silurians from DW? That's that's one, or the Slee stacks, but a little more agile from mm-hmm. Land of the Lost. Yeah, yeah, any, any of that reptilian, bipedal, you know, but these guys are, because the Sleece Thacks were supposed to be pretty tall too, right? They lumber. They yeah, the Silurians were like the uh, the first race on Earth in Doctor Who. They they were the Doctor reptilian yeah, race yeah, 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 that, right. that uh, came before the, you know, the, mam- the mammalians. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Forgot about them. That's cool. Faye takes a shot. Uh, Ella, what are you doing? The light is, like I said, it's jarring, but. I'm in no state, and I also don't have a gun because I only got my ceremonial sword, um, my ritual sword situation. But um, you want to hold your action? Yeah, I'm holding. I'm holding action, but like, she's like got her hands over her ears, like bloodied, fish smelling, hands like. Ah! Everybody, you hear the sound of the two aborigines that ran. You hear them getting cut down and and attacked. Uh, it is not pleasant. The screams are, it's, it's, it's prey scream when, when something goes down and, and gets taken out, you know, violently, uh, that happens. So Jack, what are you, you're, you're going to make the crank on the truck. All right. Boom. It fires. Bottom's got it going. Everybody, what are you doing with now? I'm going to let everybody just pile on. What are you, are you getting Elroy into the truck? I, I reached on to grab Elroy and I say, so sorry. And I, and I fire the gun twice into his stomach. Okay. And you leave him in front of the truck. Oh yeah. We're going to drive over. Okay. All right. Vadim, I guess that's your cue. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. And, and away we go. The guy in the passenger seat. So you, you're... And arrows are ripping in. A couple more shots into the back of the truck. Let me check to see if Faye gets... No. Uh, that's a critical. And that's a miss. Uh, high or low, Faye? High. High? Okay. Ellie, you got hit. Ah! No, low. What you're <gasps> hearing is, it's a shame you didn't speak Havutu. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Ellie, you take seven more points. <sighs> is it right yeah. through my shoulder? Or something? Yeah, the arrow just pins you to the back of the truck. <laughs> they are giving chase. And, Vadim, you're up to 30 miles an hour or so, and these things are just, they're coming. You can see them in the... You know, like the mirror off to the side, you look and like God objects damn. appear closer than in the mirror than they really are. But then you hear him, you hear the man go, uh, "Light, you uh, go to go to Miller's Ranch. It's late. Probably should probably take him over to Miller's Ranch. Can't make it back tonight. Can't make it back tonight. Straight, yeah, paste. Just go to Miller's Ranch." And he goes back out, and that's where we'll leave it for tonight. Vadim's honestly, uh, honestly wondering if, um, if you know, kicking his three hundred and twenty-five pounds out of the cab of the truck would help us go faster. That's that's what I'm contemplating. And yet somehow I was a bad guy for suggesting it. (laughs) It's called survival, folks. That's right. It's you weren't a bad guy for suggesting it. Not at all. Right in the right so, in the, right in the circumstances, I like it. There you go. <laughs> Shoot him right in the circumstances. Uh, all right. So this is the uh, 
We've got the rescue done. Ella's back to us. We're so thrilled. Although she's hey. been doing and punch with a rock. Welcome uh, home, Ella. Honey, I'm really sorry. The Lock Brothers didn't more. didn't fare so well and all that. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens there. I was just there. waiting, waiting for the shot. Yeah, the shot heard round the outback. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. Oh, it was 100%. Coming. From all of us here at Cthulhu and Cairo, I want to say thank you so much. There is more to come with this. We are not out of the woods quite yet, and we will take that up next week when we get back to you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for everything you do. Join Patreon. Don't forget to check us out there. We have so much additional content. Believe me, folks, everybody that joins is like $5 is nothing for the amount of stuff you get. You get two hours of new minimum of new content every month. Plus, you get all the back stuff and the stories of these characters, and they do some amazing jobs on their solo adventures. So uh, like, share, subscribe to all that stuff, and we thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Good night, cast. Good night, Keeper. Good night, Keeper, and good night, fans. Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash College. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.